What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Cheers, George. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Goes down smooth. Well, this is the podcast where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about. So everything from pop culture, current events, and money. And today we're talking about stuff like skydiving. Rocky mountain climbing. Going 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. <laughs> so again... Live Like You Were Dying, Tim McGraw. Those are all song lyrics? Okay, can we talk about this? I thought those were very specific bucket list items. We're going to dive in, but y'all need to know the truth behind what is happening right now. We introed this earlier about two minutes ago. I messed up the intro, and I said, I'm so sorry, I forgot the song lyrics to Tim McGraw's song. George over here says, oh, I'm sorry, those were lyrics to a Tim McGraw song? And I said, Live like you were dying, and I even sang for you, George. I don't sing for people. Oh, was, that was singing. I was gonna... Is that actually? Are we classifying that as singing? Gener- Rachel's known for talk, her generosity. It was a talk. Home. I'll say that it was a talk. Home, George. That is lyrics to a song about live like you were dying, and that's what today's episode is all about. And you didn't know the Tim McGraw. Song. I am gleefully ignorant when it comes to country music. I genuinely, it, it was a really hit song. Though, like people that don't know music. Know that song. You underestimate my ability to avoid country music. That's un- that that's very impressive. What year was that? Like, what year were you listening to this hit song? Uh, uh, probably like 20, uh, I'm going to say 20, 2008. 20, 2008. 2003? 2003. 2003. Ever since I've had an iPod, no, I've had an ability really to that's listen very to what early. I want to listen okay, to. Okay, well, anyways, all that to say. Got this it. is the theme of today. We're living talking like about dying. living like you're dying. We're confronting our own mortality, Rachel, and talking about the morbidly inspiring practice of making a bucket list. Bucket list. And while we're doing that, we're sipping on you something need a delicious. Stiff drink. What is a Negroni? This is a Negroni. And we're going to give you heard. our rating, the cost to make it, and the recipe at the end of the episode if you're nice. If you listen all the way through. <laughs> That's right. And we have a little change on set, George. Lindsay yes. is living like she's dying. She is out of the country. Was she inspired by our all-inclusive episode? Maybe she was so. Like, I gotta go on vacation. She's like, I gotta go on vacation. So I gotta get out of here. Lindsay's on vacay for a little bit. So we have a guest producer, my producer for my YouTube channel, Alex. Alex is here. Honor to have Welcome, you. Welcome, Alex. Oh, so happy to be here. I'm so About glad time you have some eye candy. You, That's right. Do you feel <laughs> the wonderful power of the greatness of this of this podcast? Yeah, it's so good. What's so it like? happy to be here? This is going on your resume. <laughs> Well, oh guest produced Smart guest Money producer. Happy Hour. It's on my IMDb. No one will hire <laughs> you, but you can put it on your resume. <laughs> That's great. Sounds great. All right, Rachel, let's dive in. So do you know where the term bucket list even comes from? Uh, I don't think I do. Guess you were too busy listening to Tim McGraw songs <laughs> to Google it. I don't know. I'll tell you where it came from. Tell me. Uh, it just means things you want to do before you kick the bucket. Mm. That's really all the etymology. Yeah. Who knew? It's a cute way of saying before you die, kick the bucket for kick, those yeah. that... You know, I know there's children listening, so I want to make sure the kids understand. That That is true. Okay, so why are bucket lists, why are they so popular, George? What, why do you think, like, people love to make them? I think we all want meaning and purpose out of life, and it's it feels so ephemeral, which is a $10 word to say temporary. That was, 
Mm. I have a degree. Are we friends? Uh, <laughs> My friends but, don't talk like that. But, you know, we're all like YOLO mentality and we right. want to make the most and we don't want to wait till we're 70 to enjoy life. And so people make these bucket lists to go like, here's the things I really want to do and accomplish. And there is something kind of like you're just dreaming, right, when you're making these lists. Some of them are very far-fetched. So there is something sure. fun about like getting out of your normal routine and reality of life and kind of just being like, it's fun. What could I do? What What does the world have for me? Like if the you're talking with friends, it's fun to talk bucket lists. It yes. gets you thinking. It gives you ideas. Can I say this, though? Before this episode, um, I wasn't a big bucket list person, but 95% of Americans are. 95% of Amer- Americans say that they have made a bucket list wow. in their life. So I, I know. Are you a bucket list person naturally? I wasn't until I got married, and most of our bucket list was just like travel stuff and a few oh, financial goals. Yeah. But okay. since then, because of this episode, I really was thoughtful with it. Yes. I got super intentional, and I got excited, and I got carried away. Your list was long, George. As we well, were Rachel's already this. accomplished everything a human being could accomplish what? in life. I have a ways to go. I'm just kidding. No, but you you had some really some really great ones. I Thank thought. you for that. Well, yes. bucket list can also be stressful because it can backfire, and you can go like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't accomplished anything. My life is over." Yeah, totally. So can be caveat, a downer. Don't do that. Yeah, be nice to yourself. You're, you, here's my thing: if I don't accomplish anything on the bucket list, I'm okay. I still have great meaning it's and purpose in my life. That's right. Okay, but there were reasons that people were prompted to make a bucket list. So, 38 percent said just getting to a certain age. I think I could what see that. What age is that for you? Is um, there like a mid? You haven't probably hit it yet, like a midlife crisis. Yeah, I feel like when you're 40, I'm getting there. But I feel like at 40, you kind of reevaluate a lot, where you're like, okay, I've done, I've done the career thing. For the most part, you kind of have established probably maybe how you're married that. with kids. Yeah, so then you're thinking, what am I doing with my life? Wow. So kids cause an existential crisis, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Not specifically, maybe 40 does. There's something about 40. I don't know what it is. I, know. I feel like I'm looking I'm looking forward to 40. Yeah. Oh, I think it's be great. Okay, 12% of people said though that media prompted their bucket list. So like the movie The Bucket List came out. Yep, with did Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. Did you see it? I didn't watch it. Me neither. I I maybe because I saw like two older people on the cover, I was like, I don't know if this is for me. I want to feel young again. <laughs> But, but I've they're, heard like it's hi- they're like hiking Everest and stuff in it, right? Yeah, they go on a grand just, adventure. Like, yeah. After meeting in a hospital, beautiful story. Wow. Eleven percent said going on a significant trip caused them to make a bunch. Now this list. could be me, where you go somewhere and you're like, "Why have we not done this before? We need to do this more." And then that causes you. Mm-hmm. That would be me. That I'm feeling that. Well, you start to dream again when you're on trips. I feel it's like so true. I love a good trip. That's good. All right, 8% was because of illness or death in the family. Ooh. So honestly, I kind of thought it would be that would be a higher percentage, to be honest, because a bucket list is right when you're facing death. Yeah. You're thinking, oh my gosh. And when you experience that and losing someone close to you, and you think it makes all you the think things they life. didn't accomplish, and it makes you go, all this, what about all the stuff I haven't accomplished? Does, you that, know? does that, George? Kind of. You think about. The person that's deceased, Not like someone older, they- but like when young, when younger people pass, like it really <laughs> makes me so take stock. Sad. I know. Like, I, I have you ever had younger friends, like people you went to school with or coworkers? Yeah, yeah. And those are like the jarring ones. Yes, to me. that's true. Because yes. they're just gone too soon, and you go, oh and my it makes gosh. you think every day is so precious. So it's like, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah, true. That's fair. Five uh, percent said it was from a recommendation by a family member or friend to make one. Okay. Three percent was an income change, and three percent was being laid off from a job or quitting a job. All right. I could see so that. So both sides of the spectrum. 
Yeah. Either we're unemployed or we're doing better than ever. And we're like, we got it. <laughs> All right. What's next? I think the I think the job one is big, though, because traditionally, right, 40 hours a week of your life is going to a thing. And yeah. when that shifts, it does make you rethink life a lot. That's a lot of hours in a week. That happened to me. Life. I got fired from a job. And did I, at Apple? Yeah. You got fired at Apple? That was kind I of got, a joke. <laughs> I know. Your dad, said, Dave Ramsey, has said the same thing. He was like, I didn't know you could get fired from the Apple store. What are you all even doing over there? What did there? you do? Steal a phone? No, it was some innocuous thing where there was new management. They wanted a clean house, so they started nitpicking everything. You know I feel like I've heard that story. Anyways, basically uh, a genius, a, a, a literal genius from the Genius Bar who fixes stuff. They got caught hacking a computer, basically, and I was all roped into it. And they went, you broke the contract of Apple, so oh, you're no, both gone. George. And I was really sad. Oh, but, so, you but, did, but you didn't that, go make a bucket list. No, but it made me go like, I think I'm going to move across the country. And I did. Yes. Soon after that. There it is. And I started a band and I started, you know, just a lot of things changed. So it can life. be a good thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So once you decide to make a bucket list, then you got to figure out what are you going to put on it? That's the stressful part. Okay. So this is great. This is a survey about some of the top items from Americans' bucket lists. So let's go. Let's do every other real quick. Let's do okay. this quick because I think this is good. All right. Get healthier and lose weight. Travel to an exotic location. Achieve a wealth goal, like pay off debt, own a home. See a natural wonder. Change someone's life for the better. Get married. Have children. Learn a new language. Start your own business. Do an extreme sport like skydiving. That's a big one. And attend a particular music festival. Oh, and also write a novel. That's interesting. What do you think about those? Um, some are great. Some I don't care. I don't. I'm not a music festival gal. Yeah, me I like either. a chair. I like to sit in a chair when I'm listening to music. Um, some natural wonders I like. We love a natural wonder. Yeah. What's your favorite natural wonder? Name. Um, <laughs> Can you name, name one? Um, <laughs> the gardens of the galaxy of the gods. <laughs> the hanging gardens of Babylon or something in that one. Out of all the ones you I could know, choose. I don't know. It's the only one I can think of. I don't know the natural ones. I know aren't the pyramids. Oh, natural wonders are different than natural the, the are different wonders. than the eight wonders of the yeah. world. And they've right? expanded. I know. There's not just There's like, a garden. Is Niagara Falls a, a natural wonder? I'll count Niagara. Okay. I would go to that. What about Northern Lights? Like <gasps> that, that's the one that's Great online. Great one. That's the one for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. But I think these are all pretty good. Most of them involve, you know, financial goals, giving goals, physical yeah. goals. So That's I right. like that. Yes. And I like it too because, again, it's a pretty meaningful thing to do, but you do what's valuable to you. That's important. Um, and I love reading other people's bucket lists. So this is interesting it's a too. It's curiosity. Are you ready for this? Okay. Which of these celebrities do you think had speaking at Harvard Business School on their bucket list? Martha Stewart, Lizzo, Kim Kardashian, or Reese Witherspoon? I'm going to go Kim Kardashian. I would go Reese. All right. The answer is... Kim Kardashian. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. You know you how I Kim? thought of that? Because she went to Kim like vibes? she went to like law school and fought to like get people out yeah, of jail. And I went like, Reese oh, was, wow. was legally blonde. We did it. You think <laughs> that did. was a movie she was paid to do. Well, thank you. But that could be the actress's bucket list because she was part That's of the movie. True. That's true. Fair point. Come on. Go to a Tim McGraw concert, George. Jeez. I'm pretty sure any of those people could speak at Harvard Business School at this point. Oh, 100%. So that's a very that's a weirdly specific goal. That's really not funny. just Harvard, but Harvard Business School. That's so funny. So, do you think any of your bucket list items will surprise our listeners? Uh no, probably not. Mine like will shock you. Really? 
Yes. Mine are pretty, like, I hate to say it, probably generic. Oh. I don't know. We'll have to see. All right. I think so. I was trying to build a little tension for the audience, right? Okay. So you're out here going, Well, nah, it's coming. Boy. I don't know. You, we'll, have to we're going to share see. some at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. Yeah. What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. So sometimes bucket list dreams get very unique. And here's some hilarious examples we found from an old BuzzFeed article from 2018. Because that's where we're at emotionally right now is 2018 BuzzFeed. (laughs) So we're just going to rattle some off. These are from other people. This is so strange. Okay, you ready? Before I die, I'm going to treat myself to a face mask made of Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm. What? I love Chick-fil-A sauce, but I never want to eat it again after thinking about it as a face mask. Mm -mm. Okay, here's one. Mm -hmm. Before I die, I want it to crash a total stranger's wedding, then stand up and object at the ceremony. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Would you ever do that? No, I couldn't ruin someone's day like that. That would be terrible. I don't know. I, I feel, feel like, like that's mean. Oh, that's cruel. Now, I would crash. I've never done that. I would crash a wedding reception. Like, if you knew there was one going on, yep. go get dressed and, like, show up and just go dance and, like, get free food and what stuff. What if someone was like, Rachel Cruz, is that you? You I'd know like, the bride and the groom? Bride. She's so nice. <laughs> that's true. You could get away with it because you'd be like, oh, I don't know them. They invited me on Instagram and they would what? believe you. you say, no, I'd be a personal friend of the bride. How about you, George? Would you crash a wedding? No, I'd get sniffed out of there. I feel like I'd be the one who, like, I go to jail somehow. You know what I mean? Like, it would become a— mugshot shows up, yeah. and they're like, it's criminal activity. I wouldn't risk it. Okay, here's another one. Uh, before I die, I really want to play a dead body on a crime drama series, like NCIS. <gasps> so before you die, you want to play dead. That's cute. That's All right. strange. Uh, here's one. Before I die, I want to put orange cones on a random street and control traffic for a <laughs> That's that is a noble funny. goal. That's funny. You can do that. 100%. No one will stop. Cars will just be like, well, this person is now owning the street. Yeah, so we're going to just follow what they have to say. You probably can get arrested for like obstruction of traffic or something. But not so. for a short period of time. Okay, because I have seen people that wear like a headset or something and they'll like act like they're security somewhere yes. as a joke. Uh, it's amazing what a headset and or confidence. like an in-ear and confidence will do. People in like all black or something, people just believe you. Act like it, you've been somewhere. The old quote. I really think that's true. I think that gets you far in life. True. Okay, another one is, before I die, I want to hug a full-sized grizzly bear. They look so soft and cuddly, but that'll have to be the final item on my bucket list because that's probably the last thing I'll ever do. Wow. Um, What if you could, like, sedate a grizzly bear to the point where it could not hurt you? Would you hug one? Oh, no. I feel like I would be like, I just feel like they're going to jump up and eat me, even if they're sedated. Wow. Would you? No. Maybe a cub. I think I'd hug a cub. Oh. <laughs> I think that'd be cute. That would be cute. I think that'd My be great. My rule is if it can take me in a fight, I don't touch it. Yeah. Whether it's a person or an animal. We don't We don't, We don't. don't go But there. if I can take it in a fight, it's going down. It's going down. A spider? I'll go toe-to-toe with a spider. Ooh, how about a snake? Don't think I would mess with a snake. Ooh. They're too slimy. Too terrible. can't Not pin them slimy, down. slimy, but just... No thanks. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you guys have your own crazy bucket list items, put them in the comments, your podcast review, or share them with us on social. We would love to hear about them. Yes. The more unique, the more fun. And some people have very specific 
types of bucket lists. So there's like a college bucket list, a travel bucket list, a food bucket list, a financial bucket list. And since this is Smart Money Happy Hour, we're going to talk about financial bucket list goals that a lot of people have. Yes. Pay off debt. It's a great one. Pay off the mortgage. That's an even bigger Mm -hmm. one. Retire early. Save for child's tuition for college. Giving to charity. And buying a home. Those Uh, are strong. Those are so great. So... Uh, Would you add any or subtract any? No, I think those are great. And what's crazy is majority of these, all of these, George, are on, are in our Ramsey Seven Baby Steps. It is kind of interesting it. how that happened. That that is the most. There's a conspiracy pop- theory. <laughs> most popular bucket list items financially for Americans. We have a plan for. Yes. Go figure. So if you've never heard of the Ramsey Baby Steps, let me dish them out to you real quick. So this is our plan to get out of debt and build wealth. It starts with baby step one, which is save $1,000 in a starter emergency fund. Baby step two, pay off all consumer debt except for the house using the debt snowball method. Baby step three, fully fund your emergency fund with three to six months of expenses. Baby step four, begin investing 15% of your income into retirement. Baby step five, save for your kid's college. Baby step six, pay off the home early. And baby step seven, build wealth and give. The yep. world is your oyster at that point. Yeah. So that's our plan. Want. And a lot of those were reflected. Yes, which is great. Because that's the, I think that's really encouraging because we've seen millions of people do this plan. So all these things in the bucket list financially could be checked off. You can we check them off. We believe in you guys. You, you really can do this. Steps. Yes. And I followed those baby steps and I got out of consumer debt and yeah. I got the house and I began investing and I we paid off a house. And all of a sudden we were net worth millionaires. And that was another thing on the bucket list for me that I was like, it would be really cool to be like, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. Little did I know that your life doesn't change that drastically. It's not like I have a million dollars in cash. Right. It's in retirement. It's in the house. Sure. But it's still a really cool milestone that I think should be on everyone's bucket list just to achieve and go, we're in a great financial place. Because a lot of people have a negative net worth right now, right? Because of debt and everything. You have more debt than you have assets to your name. Yes. Negative net worth. That's right. So getting above that, George, and hitting that goal is amazing. So congrats. Congrats. So Rachel, I think it's time, the people have been waiting patiently, fervently, that we reveal our pre-RIP lists. Yes. You ready? Yep. To be be clear, this is hilarious. So the team was like, hey, submit your bucket (laughs) list. I was like, okay, cool. I submit 36 <laughs> items. How many was on your list, Rachel? Nine. <laughs> I'm not a bucket list person. That was a stretch. Like, she added a few for fun. I did. I was like, well, actually, some that ideas I had in life were on your bucket list when I saw your email. And I, I thought, stole the ideas? There was a couple that I was like, oh, I've had that as a goal. I've said goal versus bucket list. So, Oh, you're Anyways, one of those so. people who has goals? <laughs> I get it. I'm one of those. Okay. So. One of my top. I'll go first is the staying in the Fiji huts above the water. The overwater bungalow. Yep. The thing, thank you. Yeah. So this could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be in Fiji. No. Maldives. Maldives could work, all of it. But I would stay at like, I mean, I would go big. I would go big. Where like you step off your patio into the most crisp, oh, yeah. blue, clear water. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. So yeah, that's a that's a that to me is a bucket list item. Like that's, that's on my travel it, bucket it list. It takes for sure. like two days to get. The, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a journey. It's a it's a whole feat. So that would have to be a big a big deal. Okay. But I think that'd be magical. The top spot on my list for some reason these are not in order, but this is what was at the top was a treat yourself thousand dollar spending spree. <laughs> no, tell me about this. <laughs> where Whitney and I can just spend a thousand dollars in a day each. On whatever we want. And just go. And just so if you've seen Parks and Rec, you know the reference to treat yourself. 
where Donna and Tom, they go out and they treat themselves to a wild day of spending for fun. It's great. You know, we're talking manis. We're talking petties. We're talking shopping. Talking great Go meals. get the bag you, you know, Whitney wanted. and they Yes, just... the bag, the real bag, not the dupe that I got from Walmart.com that no, she returned. No, go get the real bag, which may cost you more but than a thousand. I have a hard but... time spending money. Like, a lot of money in a day, it hurts my soul. So that's something I want to do for myself. Okay, so people report that they are willing to spend, on average, $3,081 per bucket list item. Wow. So, George, I'm under you're budget. Get, you're, yeah, you're doing great for a thousand. Not bad. Maybe I should up it. You can do that. I don't know how much people spend in a day. I don't know that I'd know where to spend, like, other than buying one big item. Well, it's sad with inflation. A thousand dollars doesn't go as far as you think it does. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I guess if you stay at a nice hotel and you get a nice meal and you yeah. buy a few things, you're already there. It gets there quick, Whew. for sure. Okay. Let's okay. get to some of our biggest aspirations. Okay. Um, I don't know how I can pull this off, but I would love a meal with Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Like, not just a meet and greet. A one-on-one meal. I just think that I just – I don't even want to pick her brain. I just want to see what she's like because I love her. I went to her concert. Oh, and there's right. And I have this thing where you – like when you listen to somebody and you follow them for years and years, you kind of just think like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Like I'm I'm the only one that like really loves her. And then oh. you go into a stadium with 70,000 people and everyone else is screaming and, and she's so little age. down there. And you're like, oh, my God. It's not just me. It's You're not special. Sad. It's kind of sad. Your, and you went to the one that was in like the rain. Yeah, 2 a.m. It made the news. She sang till 2 a.m. I can't believe you great. stayed up till 2 a.m. Was Winston was, there? So, no. God bless. And I felt alive than I have in a long time. It was so great. Wow. It was so great. <laughs> <laughs> See, she sang special. for three and a half hours, George. Over. She sang and sang and sang and that sang. That is impressive. And She's sang an incredible and sang and sang. I mean, it was unbelievable. The stamina so alone, the wardrobe so changes. I just feel like. I just need to, like, hang with her. Just a bro down. Not in a fan way, because that's what you really got to watch, yeah. right? I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, Taylor. You just have to be like, how's picture. the tour going? I'll be like, what's up, Tay? That was my thing whenever I talked to musicians. Do you want a glass of wine? Because we can hang. Yeah. Or does chill. She, uh, does she drink wine? Mm-hmm. White wine. Okay. M- one of my top aspirations, not yes. having a meal with Taylor, although that would be amazing. Not opposed to it, Taylor. <laughs> she wants to have lunch with you. <laughs> yeah, Just sure. say yes. My aspiration is to release a stand-up comedy special. Wow, George. So write it, perform it, record it. You would do great at that. Put it out there. Yep. That one I You've feel— You've done stand-up, haven't you? I've done it for like Isn't some that, guy friends. Is that so nerve-wracking? It is. It's very different than just like I've hosted a lot of events and emceed and spoken. But stand-up is so different. To get up there and do it like what Nate Bargatze does and just oh, make yeah. me laugh for 60 minutes straight— that's a lot of stress. That's a lot. So I love the challenge and the pressure. One day it will happen, Rachel. One day. Okay. okay. Uh, something else on our list that might surprise people. What do you got? Okay. I have this one. I want to play tennis. <laughs> just socially. Okay. But be like really good. Where I'm like, oh my gosh. Not just oh, play do you tennis. Go? No. But like you're going to smack some people. Like I'm real. But I'm like, I'm under the radar good. Like they don't expect it. No, because a lot of my friends in our neighborhood, they all play, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could, I would love, I would love. What's like, stopping go, you? I don't know how to play tennis. You can learn. I don't have time. Oh, time is yes. Practice takes time. Yeah. The last time I tried to play was in college, and I almost passed out because it was so hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go sit you went under on the wrong a tree. Day. <laughs> you went on the wrong day. <laughs> you got that winded. Well, I have great hand-eye coordination. I'm really good. At, like, I played lacrosse. Like, I have – I'm really good at – so I think I could be really good. I have great hand-eye coordination. I believe you. 
But I just didn't, wasn't quite in shape. And so I just was really, the cardio really got me. We need redemption. <laughs> Let's go play tennis. I know. Does Winston play? Uh, no, I mean, he can't. I mean, he's one of those guys, like, I guess I'll try it. And then he like picks pickleball, it up. Pickleball, for instance, at it. you know, pickleball is like the new cool sport. I feel like everyone's playing pickleball. So, like, I feel like I could get into that because it's kind of like the mini tennis. But I want true ten- Like, I want the whole, like, the serve. I want the whole thing. But, and again, be good, socially, really good. Okay. Does it make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think Winston should buy you tennis <laughs> lessons for birthday slash Christmas. Winston, if you're listening, Maybe so. there's your gift. Okay. Something that might surprise people on mine, record a kid's album. Hmm. Like a music album, writing music for children. Really, George? Yeah. I Give don't know why. Give us a little something. I think because growing up, I'd hear like Raffi, like Baby Beluga, you know, <laughs> the wheels on the bus, just all the hits that I went... That itsy is, bitsy spider. And the kids are row, losing row, their minds. You know what I mean? Wheels on the bus will really get them going. <laughs> so now that I'm having a kid, it's kind of like reignited the dream. Yes. Okay. Uh, there was oh. one thing, Rachel, that was really cool. We had a shared bucket list goal. Yes, we did. And I kind of feel like you stole this from me. I did. Did you really? Yeah, I stole it. Because when you. I saw it on there, I was like, I've said this. I saw an old YouTube video. Yes. From like years ago. And I saw you share this goal. And I was like, me once... To do that. You want to do that too? Okay. Tell them what it is. You want to tell them? Or you, should I? It's yours. I, I yes. stole it, obviously. Uh, I do. I have a bucket list item to pay for someone's adoption completely. Yes. Because I love that Especially idea. international adoption is so expensive. And I really do believe people feel like very called to a specific region of the world or they have an experience somewhere. And to go through what people go through for adoption is unbelievable. So I would love to be like, yep, any money you need for it. I'm here. Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? Absolutely. And I mean, as people of faith, you know. Yes. The Bible talks a lot about the orphans and the widows and the fatherless. So I, there's something beautiful about getting to be a part of that. Yes. Even though I may never adopt personally. I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, it could happen. Right, right. But to get to support someone who can't afford it. Yes. To then make that happen, because it's such a financial burden and it's so stressful for families that want to adopt. Totally, yeah. So I'd love to just be like, don't worry about that part. Yes. And our church, we go to the same church, does great with like foster care stuff. So they yes. have so many ministries and to be able to be a part and like, play, like it's that kind of stuff that you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to, yeah, I want to help and support if I can financially. Yep. Love it, George. Love it. Okay. Um, so. Can I just tell you a hilarious one? Yeah. I saw it on the internet and I added it to mine. <gasps> what is it? A surprise one. Hire two private investigators to follow each other. <laughs> I, that's the greatest bucket list item of all time. And they are so intense. Yes. Imagine they're scoping each other out. And they're like, oh, no, they're looking at me. I got to be looking at him. What's going on? And I would just be watching them both do all of this. It's the greatest that's life funny. hack. That's really funny. So that one's a fun one. That's a great one. So the best part about bucket lists is actually accomplishing some of it, checking them off. Yep. Have you accomplished any of your bucket list items so far? None of the nine I came up with for this episode. Well, yours are reason. <laughs> you accomplished a lot of stuff that was probably like a goal. Yeah, like writing a book would be some like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Which okay. is awesome. Yeah. Um, That's good. Um, oh, I checked some off. I'll tell you what we've accomplished. Okay, go. Got a dog, got married, bought a house, paid off the house, having a baby. That's when I get to check off this year. Yes, Very you do, exciting. George. So great. Upgrading cars, getting a second dog. So basic things that are like... It'll probably happen. Not outrageous. Sure. But still great goals that we have for, you know, family and financial and stuff. But here's what we found. 57% of people, though, reported that finances are the number one thing keeping them from checking off 
their bucket list. That hurts my heart. So we need to talk about this, George, because again, it's tough because a lot of bucket list items for most people are very meaningful, right? We're, we're kind of throwing some around that are for fun, but there are some that are very meaningful that you really want to work towards, um, but they can't do it because of finances. Most of the items on my list, I'm like, yeah, that costs money. You got to travel. That's right. You got to pay for, like generosity costs money. Traveling yep. costs money. Paying things off costs money. Yes. So I so. think the key here is to, in order to achieve your bucket list items, you need margin. You yep. need the ability to pay for them. So getting out of debt, is a big part of that. When you don't have Huge. payments. If that's not on your that bucket list. That frees up hundreds of dollars a should month. should be number one right now. Yes. To get it, just get out of debt because it's going to free you up with so much money every month to, to be able to do some of this. Yes. And the debt snowball method is the best way to pay it off. Smallest to largest balance. Ignore the interest rate. Attack the little one with a vengeance. Stop your investing. Sell stuff. Side jobs. Whatever it takes. Do this fast. That's right. And then set up some sinking funds. So say, okay, you know, this trip to Fiji we want to take in the next Five years. So then back, you know, whatever it is, like go crazy. So if it's $5,000, five years from now, we want to save a thousand a year, yep. break that down into monthly. That's right. And put that money away. Put it on autopilot. Yes. And where just you don't even see it. Put it to the side. Yep. And then when that time comes and you're like, okay, we can actually achieve it. And you can't do it all at once. So I think having breaking down your bucket list into what are we going to do? What's the year goal? What's the five-year goals? What's the 10-year goals? Yes. Because it's just too much. And I'll say this too, George. A lot of things on people's bucket lists are coming from another place, right? So like if it's like I want to own a beach house, I would ask why. Okay, so why do you want to own a beach house? That's Is a great it question. To have friends and family. Okay, that's great. Or um, to spend time with them, right? Well, what can you do with friends and family right now? That kind of achieves what Gets you want you with that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So there's like little things you can do in life before the big bucket list. And can we just say it can change over time? You yes. may get older and go, I don't that I did it for a bad reason or my life has changed. Yeah. I don't need to do that anymore. That's, That's right. okay. Yeah. Delete it. it if changes. it doesn't serve you, get rid of it. Life changes. So good. Well, George, I feel like this was a great episode. I enjoyed it personally. I can't attest to all the listeners. <laughs> But I hope I it think got it's them fun thinking to dream because about, that's like, another... what if I could hire two private investigators to follow the <laughs> And just thinking like, you know, we talk about money a lot, you know, on this show. And money is a tool to create a life that you love. It shouldn't be something in life that stresses you out. So getting in control of your money, getting out of debt, having an emergency fund, like doing some of the basics so that you can use it to do fun stuff. So whether it's go to Fiji and, you know, stay in one of the huts or fund someone's adoption Money is a tool to create a life that you love. So use it. Use it wisely. That's a great reminder. Thank you for that, Rachel. And if you want a budget for those goals, we use Every Dollar. It's an awesome app to set up those sinking funds. Yes. And remind yourself as a line item in that budget, oh, yeah, I want to do that bucket list item. Got to start saving for it. We got to take some steps to get there. Don't let it just sit on a list on your phone. That's right. For the rest of your life. Yeah, do it. Make it a reality. You got this. Well, hey, it's almost the end of the episode, which some people are glad about, and they're also in this room. (laughs) We like to close out every episode with guilty Guilty as as charged. charged. And this is where our producer, currently Alex, Alex, gives us a new guilty as charged question. And if we are guilty, we take a drink and give the context. Are you nervous? No. This This is is great. You're going to do great. I'm I'm excited about this. A lot is riding on this. I'm excited to hear about what your answers are to this. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. As much as hearing all the bucket list items, this is my favorite part. Mm. All right, here we go. go. Have you ever pretended to be interested in something just to avoid hurting someone else's feelings? Oh Oh my gosh. All the time. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Sports. (laughs) 
I can't tell you the amount of times I have feigned interest in someone else's interest in sports. <laughs> Did you catch the game Just, last night? Yeah, and I go like, we got to see what the what happens with coaching this season. <laughs> you know, that's a good way to get. That's so funny. People believe me. That's a great line. So yeah, it's anything someone's interested in that I don't have an interest in. I try to be curious, not judgmental, like Ted Lasso. That, be curious. But I am very like, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings, more so because I want everyone to like yeah. me. Yeah, oh, I for sure. So it comes from this. an unhealthy place. Are you an Enneagram 3? I too. Okay. Helper, yeah. See, I'm the like, oh yeah, I can relate to you. You a mechanic? Let's talk cars. Like, I don't know much. So like the oil, yeah, the Yeah, I love a clutch pack piston. Like, just, let's talk cars. I don't How's know. How's your gaskets doing? I will. <laughs> you ever ask that? No one asks about the gaskets. They're often forgotten until there's a problem. How about you, Alex? Um, I don't know. I think I try to be genuinely interested in other people's stuff. Sports what a good maybe. person. <laughs> Sports, maybe. You trying to win a Nobel Peace Prize? Oh, out I here? have another one that I, that I hate. What's that? Is this, <laughs> is it music that nobody's ever heard of? Oh. But people are like, oh my god, have you heard this I'm band? You know, I'm like. No, and you're taking such pride in that nobody's heard of this band. It's a Taylor Swift I song. Doing she says that. this in a lyric oh, too about Dear John. Uh, and it's so it is a very annoying to me. And I was like, Oh my god, have you not heard of this band? Oh my gosh, the, you ever the, chair, the armchair? And you're like, No, nobody <laughs> asked. And you are not cool because you've heard of it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm better than anyone. I know. Really deep music people. I do think I, anyone who thinks I they're better than someone else for the music they listen to. Needs a gut check and a heart check. All right. We are over time. Way we, over. We, we, gotta, we gotta wrap this. George, what are we drinking? We are drinking a delicious Negroni. <laughs> and who finished first? I think I, I think we're about as close. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. You may you I, edge I me I, out. Yep. I would rate this. I'm going to go 10 out of 10 on today's mm-hmm. Negroni. Michael Reddish will be very pleased, our mixologist and friend and team member. How about you? Um, even though I'm, it's, it's good enough to finish, but I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. That's fair. Can I tell you, Michael thought that you would rate it somewhat poorly. Oh my gosh, really, Michael? You know me so well now. Because um, it's, you know it's got it kinda, a bitterness to it. I was about to say, do you know, Michael, don't kill me, but it almost has a cough syrup type. That's fair. It's a little bit medicinal. It's herbal. He did say that. He said she's, she doesn't like herbal. It's got yep. the it's herbacity. I don't know what the word is for that. <laughs> Sounds right. Uh, so here's what's in a Negroni. Dry gin, sweet vermouth, Campari, and an orange twist. And it comes out to $3.26, and it's a classic. Okay, so if you want the recipe, you can find it in the show notes and give it a try this weekend. All right, it's closing time. So if you don't want to miss a future episode of Smart Money Happy Hour, you guys, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. They've been so great. They really do help. Y'all are awesome. Okay, Uh, now having a top-rated podcast, can I just say, is on my bucket list. Oh. Right now. I just added it. So please give it a good rating. Give it a nice review. Tell your friends. Don't leave us hanging here. Don't be rude. Absolutely. All right, George. Well, I guess we'll see everyone next Thursday on a new episode of Smart Money Happy Hour. Hour.